Hi, welcome to Life Expressions. I'm your host, Chari Hineti Elon. Thank you so much for being with me today. I am excited because today I'm going to talk to a multi-awarded teacher in the Philippines who's now an international teacher. He's now based in Tucson, Arizona. He is a 12 years as public school teacher Dep Ed Kabangkalan, Philippines. He is the Many Faces of Teacher 2019 honoree in the Philippines, his most innovative teacher in 2017, regional ICT Innovation Summit finalist in 2018, and now an international teacher, as I have said, an ICT in education advocate and trainer. He has three kids, namely Eliza, Pope, and AZ, and he's married to Renelin Villarosa. Please welcome my guest, Mar Vincent Trias Bangoy. Hi, Mar. Hi, Miss Cha. Good afternoon. Welcome to Life Expressions. How are you today? I'm doing good. Everything is good here in Tucson, Arizona. Yeah, and I like the flag behind you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so tell me, being a multi-awarded teacher in the Philippines, how and why did you move to Arizona? Oh yeah, so yeah, we know exactly like uh, a lot of people have dream, American dreams, right? Yeah. And one of those dreams is to have my family, you know, living that dream too. So when I received an invitation from, you know, from the school district, I gladly accepted the invitation because I know that my family was gonna be my first priority. Yeah, so the school district gave you an invitation. What yeah. school district is that? It's the TUSD. Uh, uh, Tucson Unified School District. How did you get that invitation? Uh, we applied for an agency and the agency, uh, um, uh, you know, turned in the documents to the office, to their office, and they uh, we got invitation for that. Yeah, I remembered in our conversations in the past that you were named as an awardee by a certain organization that awarded really good teachers. And you were supposed to accept that award, but you decided to take the opportunity in teaching yeah. in Arizona instead. Tell me about that. So uh, yeah, I was awarded as one of the many faces of teachers in 2019, but um, um, the uh, awarding ceremony will gonna be on the next month, which is exactly the same day when I'm, go I'm gonna be you know, traveling to the US. So they made me choose between the award or the opportunity in the United States. Mm -hmm. So I am thinking about like, yeah, uh, it's, it's a one, both of them are really, you know, good. Mm -hmm. I like them, but uh, I have to choose one. So I choose to be in the United States because, you know, uh, I can help a lot of people. Like the, we have to, I have to admit it. It's all about the salary. Yeah. But this salary is going to help a lot of people. And after, you know, 2019, we got the pandemic, right? Yes. And I supported a lot in the Department of Education, especially in our division, Kabankalan City. Yeah. So you went to the U.S. just right in yeah. time for you to have that opportunity yeah. to help others as well because of your yeah. salary. So 2019, yeah. it's just two years that you've been in Arizona. Yeah. How's the experience? It is an amazing experience. Everything is, you know, is... Mm -hmm. yeah, the and culture what, the food yeah. and everything yeah yeah what subject are you teaching there um i uh, i am of course in mathematics and i'm teaching geometry mm -hmm. in my first year and in the second year i teach algebra and right now i'm teaching algebra and uh, geometry as well. yes you have mentioned different culture how is it teaching students in the u.s compared to teaching students in the philippines <laughs> yeah, that, that, that is the most commonly asked question. Yes. <laughs> Frequently asked question about like, how was the student in the Philippines and how was the students in the, yes. in the United States? Basically, both 
students, you know, Philippines and United States are, they are unique and special in their own, but, you know, I can say that Filipinos are more determined to learn, something like that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Students and have the drive to learn. Yeah. yeah, and the American kids has a lot of opportunities in front of them. Yeah. Where the Filipino students, mostly in the public school, do not have. <laughs> that yeah. is true. What are the major challenges that you are continuing to experience there? I think uh, one of the major challenges I, I really struggle with right now is uh, to make the kids appreciate education. Because you, we know uh, everything right here is already given by the government. The government, the entire system of the government is really good. Yeah. Uh, the way they funded the education, the way they give funds to, to the kids, to the yeah. food, to the meals and everything, uh, to the computers and everything like, mm -hmm. like that. But the major challenges is how to make the kids appreciate education right now, yeah. especially in the midst of the pandemic. Yeah. They wanted to play. They wanted to, you know, they wanted to stay in the computer, uh, playing with, you know, video games. They don't want to learn. I'm not speaking all of them, but most of them. Yeah. So you still have an in-person classes, unlike in the Philippines, which is all online. You are experiencing that. Yes, we are now in-person classes. And, uh, you know, to tell you honestly, there's like two kids being quarantined, three kids being quarantined in my class. Yeah. You know, I'm, uh, if, if, if this is in the Philippine setting, all of the students were going to be quarantined. But here, they just, you know, they just trying to make sure that everyone is safe by, yeah. by uh, you know, uh, giving everyone vaccines. Kids are vaccinated. Actually. Yeah. You've been away for two years from home, but you said you have visited the Philippines uh, just last June. Yeah, right. Yeah. So June first. June first, <laughs> and how long did you stay? Uh until July twenty seventh. Yeah. Okay, so it's wow, it's, almost two months. Yeah, but I spent ten days in a quarantine hotel, and another four days in in our residence. Yes. So <laughs> you have mentioned earlier that you're happy that you were able to fly and. Uh, teach in the United States because of the salary you're able to help others. Yeah. Tell me, how do you do this? So, yeah, uh, I have the, I, uh, we know really that when you are in the Department of Education, where when you don't have, you know, uh, wealth from the family, you know, something like that, you have to resort to loans, right? Yeah. Most of the teachers, most of the public school teachers were going to agree with me that, you know, if your salary as a public school teacher in the Philippines will not going to compensate. Yeah. The cost of living, like, you know, if your classroom didn't have a laptop, you have to purchase your own laptop. Because yeah. During the time, uh, five years ago, the government is not giving laptop to the teachers. Right now, they're, they're doing it right now. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I have a lot of loans. Yeah. I've been a victim of loan sharks right there. Wow. So I have to make, I have to do something. Yeah. Just, you know, to make sure that my family, family my kids were going to have a better future. Yes. But, you know, some of my salary, you know, uh, here in the U.S., you're being paid per hour, especially yeah. if you've got overtime work, something like that, or trainings. So my trainings, I, I normally send some of my money to or the organization or you know, mm -hmm. to support education in the Philippines. And right mm -hmm. now, I'm, uh, I'm going to share something like I'm being a member of the University of Arizona's um, Center for Retention and Recruitment mm -hmm. of Teachers. Yeah. And we're, they're giving us like... Uh, a stipend for for doing that and yeah. I, I was in charge with in our school as as 
one of the, uh, what we call this one, one of the representatives. So we're actually uh, receiving a good amount of money. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to use some of this, uh, some of this amount of money to help other kids in the Philippines too. That is very good. What drives you, Marvin? Uh, my experience in life. Life there in the Philippines as a child laborer during my time was not easy for me. Mm -hmm. I've been, you know, I've been working in the farm. In the, yeah. You know, I've been, I've been working in a, sa, ano ba, sa campo. Sa campo, yes. Yes. I've been working as a farm laborer during the time. So yes. life, uh, my life experience actually, you know, is the one who, you know, uh, giving me inspiration to help other kids. Also. Yeah. Let's go deeper into that. You've mentioned you work in the farm and you were studying at the same time. Yep. Uh, yes. So uh, in Kabangkalan, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, where did you study? Uh, I studied my elementary and high school, both in Bantayan Elementary and Bantayan National High School. Yes. And it's, life is not easy because during the time, I only have my tío and tía yes. with me. I don't have my family with me. I'm living with my tío and tía. And we are so, I can say that we are not so blessed with those things that other kids have. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. I've been struggling even to pay my, you know, my basic fees in the school. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to work in the farm, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, I have to work in... Tubuhan, in yeah. Campo, yeah. I have to work with my tío and tía as well. Yes. How is that? Why with your tío and tía? Where are your parents? Uh, my parents actually have another family. Okay. Yeah. My, 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 my father died uh, when I was one year old. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. And you are the, an only child? Are you an only child? Or you uh, have actually, we're, we're 10. Mm -hmm. uh, wow. Yeah, we're 10. And I was... I was uh, I was left in Bantayan. They all moved to Bacolod City. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So look at the you family now. moved to Bacolod. Yeah. yeah. Look at you now. You yeah. have overcome that challenge, that difficult yeah. part in your life. Yeah. And now you're helping other people. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really, you know, you know, you really feel how does it to become a poor person mm -hmm. if you, you know, if you experience a lot of you know yes. hardship in life. What do you think are the qualities that you have that you're able to overcome these challenges? Probably I only, I, I have to, the qualities that they have is like, I'm always struggling for what we call this excellence. I mean, I wanted to be on the top like yeah. that. Uh, I wanted to be recognized by the family, not, not by the other people, but my family, because I feel like I was, I was being abandoned. So I, I feel like I had to do something so that they will, they will appreciate me. Yeah. yeah. So the qualities that they have, I may say, like, like uh, determination for success and uh, being hardworking. Mm -hmm. yeah. That is good. That is good. You are a good example, Marvin. And perhaps you inspire a lot of young people too to reach greater heights, to reach for greater heights. Yeah. Uh, your background would not determine where you're going and the, the level of success that you will experience in life. So you, have you been seeing your family? Yeah, I mean, uh, we're, we're all united right now. We're good. Uh, I, 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 I gather them. Every time I, I send money to the Philippines, I have to make sure that all of them are going to benefit as well. Wow, that's very generous of you. Because, yeah, because my goal is to have them back together yes. we all fa as family we're gonna back together yeah uh, because we are all scattered because of poverty because of you know of uh, 
of uh, family issues, like, you know, we don't have our father, mm-hmm. our mother is married. So we, we have to make sure that all of them are going to, all of us, we're going to come together. Yes, yeah, yeah. that is very good of you. So <laughs> Marvin, who has influenced you the most in your life? I think uh, the person that influenced me most is my mom. Even though we're not seeing each other, you know, a lot during that time, but my mom inspires me a lot by always telling me like, you know, you have to help people. I know that's pretty hard that you we, you are not with us yeah. every time you need us. But he, she keeps inspiring me with his words, mm-hmm. like, you know, helping a lot of people, doing good things, you know, even there's nobody is looking at you. You have to do yeah. something good. That, yeah. that is true. That is true, especially the things that you do, even without anyone looking at you, yeah. are the things that really matter most. Yeah. That's how you are, and that's what you and, are. Yeah, this, yeah, and that also inspires me to put up a small organization. I name it a Sparks organization. That organization is, is inspired by my mom's, you know, uh, uh, values that she taught us, like, you know, giving to the people, by doing some small business. So right now I'm funding the, this organization. And the yeah, tell me more about this organization. What does this organization do? I'm, 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 I'm funding this organization, organization to help other people. Like uh, if they have some business already existing, they can mm-hmm. apply for loans and get amount of money to fund their business. And you know, there's like a very, very minimum interest like yeah. very low interest you cannot you know, you cannot feel the interest actually <laughs> yeah it's yeah. very small because the I, purpose is is to to help them grow because yeah. my mother when she when she was uh doing business she always resort to you know some kind of uh loan sharks that you know yeah. she's paying a lot for the interest yeah so upon seeing my mom, my mom like that like I, I have to make sure that if i'm gonna help other people it's not gonna be like i'm gonna be putting a lot of interest in it yeah yeah but instead of putting good. my money in the bank right now i'm gonna tell to the people right now i don't have money in the bank my, yeah. my money is on the people I, I i trust them i give them opportunity to grow as well yeah you have also established an organization in kabangkalan yeah. wherein you help newbies or aspiring mm-hmm. journalists yeah Can that's great. talk more about that so yeah it's the southern Agros news tv in kabangkalan uh, i registered it already in uh in the city and in the PAR, they got already all the documents right there. It's an online stream, tri-media. They're, they're, they're also uh, on FM station. Uh, they're also on cable TV. So yeah, and on social media as well. Uh, it's all about, you know, driving the truth and correct information for the people because people cannot decide the right way if they are given wrong information. So I'm thinking about like, I have to set up something that could, uh, you know, give more information to the people. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not just information, but correct information. Yeah. What made you do this? Uh, you know, as an ICT advocate, I have seen a lot of, let's say fake news on social media. Yeah. There's a lot of different news coming from different sources. We don't know. People are not even bothered to check the background or, you know, the sources of this information. Yeah. So I have to make sure I have, in my own little way I can contribute uh, sp- uh, spreading truth by, by giving those you know, Southern Niger's News TV, <laughs> providing those to the people. For the benefit of everyone, ICT stands for? Uh, information Communication Technology. Yes, Information Communication Technology. Uh, and you are doing more to hmm. advocate 
for yeah. like fact checking yeah. and knowing more and especially mm-hmm. now that elections are coming soon coming. so yeah. perhaps this uh, channel of yours would also help a lot of people to yeah, know more about their leaders yeah. do you venture into that kind of news etc yeah we're, we're we're providing news but we are not attached to any organization any any political entities right there in the Philippines I'm telling the people and I'm telling my people I'm telling uh, my organization not to attach to any of those organizations they can they can capture news but they don't have to attach them to them yes so how active is your channel so we have 17,000 followers right now. Wow, that's good. <laughs> that's just for social media. We also have FM stations right there uh, in the Philippines. Like I mean, in the in the city, we have two partner FM stations and we have one partner cable TV. Yeah, okay, that's great. <laughs> and I bet there's a lot of young people who would like to follow your footsteps. Uh, key things to remember for someone who would like to follow your footsteps and be as successful as you are, what would this be? Gonna be uh you know normally it's gonna be hard work you know without without hard work guys you cannot go on in this life yeah. especially during the time of pandemic yes. you're, you're gonna work hard no matter what happens you're gonna work hard and make sure you're gonna be you're gonna be like uh really really determined to do your test yes yeah what? the only term that i wanted to leave them is like the word hard work because it's yeah. required hard work is required to everything right <laughs> That is true. And you keep on working hard. Yeah, yeah. Life is, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's life is uh it's like a cycle, right? Yeah. Right. So you have to work hard again and gain and work hard again to continue yeah. the cycle until you reach your destination. Yeah. Right. What are your aspirations for yourself, Marvin? So yeah, uh probably after the program, after the cultural exchange program here in the US. I'm gonna go back to the Philippines and teach more to the kids. I wanna I wanna apply all these learnings right here to the educational setting in the Philippines. I wanted the kids to appreciate more, more education so that you know most of the kids right now, Miss Cha, they're not believing in education. There are some kids that they do not they, they low they lose their belief in education. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be the person who's gonna be standing there and show them that this is what education does to us all. That's that is wonderful. Cultural exchange program, how long is it going to take? So, yeah, um, it's going to be minimum of three years, but maximum of five years. Okay. Can you extend it or can you apply again to stay there or what are your plans? So normally we're going to stay there in the Philippines for two years. That's the Philippine rule, two-year rule in the Philippines. We have to stay there. And after two years, we can reapply to the same program or we can again apply for another program like we can apply for h1 visa for working visa yeah so h1 is just a stepping stone for those who wanted to work in the united states yes and that is not in the pipeline is that your plan or you plan to really go home after the cultural exchange program so yeah things change probably i don't know i can't tell if i'm gonna stay in the philippines but Mm -hmm. one of the options i have right now after the program is to stay there to teach the kids and probably you know things are going to change after two years. Yes, <laughs> that is true. Yeah, you yeah. cannot really plan that far yeah. considering the things that are happening to us right now, right? Um, Marvin, you have talked about the kids, the students. What about the teachers? Who would like, or, or shall I say, who are also aspiring to teach abroad? What would you like to share with them? So guys, if you wanted to teach and join the program, uh, the, the minimum requirements for this is just two years uh, teaching experience in the Philippines. And of course, 
your uh, your certificates or shall we say your 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 license as a teacher that's it then you're going to go to any you know to any agency or you can also go straight to the website of the u.s embassy and apply yeah. for the j1 cultural exchange program and uh, you know what guys the, the experience is really good you can actually you can actually learn a lot from joining the program yes yeah plus of course the money <laughs> the salary of course yeah of course right that yeah. um all of us would want to have shall i say a brighter future not just for ourselves but for our kids and for the next generation if yeah. there is one thing that you would say they have to avoid into going to a pit what would that be is that it again like if there is one thing that you would like people to avoid uh-huh. so that they would not shall I say, lose track of their goals, what uh-huh. would that be? So yeah, negativities around you. So it's just like, the, uh, you know, the common saying, like, you know, if, you, if you're a boat and you let the water come into your system, you're going to lose everything. So you have, to t- uh, you have to make sure that you have to avoid negativities around you so that you can focus your goals. That is awesome. Other people are going to cheer you when you are already on the top. Mm-hmm. But... Few people are going to encourage you, but a lot of people are going to congratulate you when you were already on the top. Yeah, yes. <laughs> that is true. Finally, Marv, uh, what is your prayer? So yeah, my prayer right now, yes. you're going to ask me is, I hope that this pandemic will going to end really, really soon because, you know, a lot of people are dying. A lot of people are, you know, suffering right now. Um, education is really affected. And the government, you know, if this pandemic were going to continue for the next couple of years, there's a lot of you know economic and everything. We don't know. There's a lot of yeah. things that are going to happen, right? Yeah. So my prayer is that like this pandemic will going to end. Yeah. And uh, uh, my prayer is like also uh, to make God is going to make people strong. <laughs> to, yeah. You know, uh, I do not ask God to give us everything. I'm asking God just to make us really, really strong to face all, all of these adversities right now. That is wonderful and very insightful. Wish you all the best. You've got a lot of good endeavors. And so I truly hope that your endeavors will succeed and a lot more people will cheer you on and you will continue to inspire them as well. Yeah, thank you so much, Michelle. (laughs) And thank you. And uh, thank you for watching, everyone. If you like this episode, please like it and share it with your friends. I am Chari Hinati Elon and my guest is Marvinson. Trias Bangoy. Till next time here on Life Expressions. Thank you for watching. Mm-hmm.